This is America's Roundtable from Washington, D.C., an initiative of the U.S.-based think tank International Leaders Summit in partnership with Lancer Broadcasting's 2FM radio stations in Michigan and the Midwest and Supertalk Mississippi Media's 12 radio stations in the South. We thank you for joining us on America's Roundtable. I'm Joel Sami, your co-host, joined by Natasha Sardorj, economist and co-founder of the International Leaders Summit, and our distinguished guest host, Governor Phil Bryant. America's Roundtable from Washington, D.C. brings together leading voices from business, government, media, technology, and the public policy arena. Subscribe to America's Roundtable on Apple Podcasts, Amazon, Spotify, and Fireside. Visit iLeadersSummit.org. iLeadersSummit.org. This weekend on America's Roundtable from Washington, D.C., we're delighted to welcome a trusted ally joining us from the United Kingdom, and I must add, a great friend of the United States of America, Sir Ivan Lawrence. Sir Ivan Lawrence served as a member of the British Parliament for 23 years, a distinguished barrister and bencher of the Inner Temple. Sir Ivan was heavily involved in improvements to criminal justice and continues his practice in the criminal courts. In the British Parliament, Sir Ivan Lawrence served as chairman of the Home Affairs Committee, chairman of the Commonwealth Parliamentary Association, and member of the Foreign Affairs Committee. He has won considerable reputation, mainly as a defender in some of the United Kingdom's most prominent cases. His practice has taken him to the Divisional Court, Court of Appeal, the House of Lords, and in a mass murder war crimes trial to The Hague in the Netherlands. He is qualified to appear in the International Criminal Court. Sir Ivan served as chairman of the parliamentary group Conservative Friends of Israel. He served on the board of deputies of British Jews for 42 years and trustee of the Holocaust Educational Trust. He serves on the Executive Advisory Board of International Leaders Summit and the Jerusalem Leaders Summit. And on this note, we are truly honored to welcome Sir Ivan. A very good morning to you, sir, and welcome to America's Roundtable. Welcome, Sir Ivan. Good morning. Thank you. That's very kind. Uh, Sir Ivan, uh, four years of relative calm in the Middle East were replaced by Hamas's rocket attacks on Israel. The United Kingdom designated the military wing of Hamas as a terrorist group. So terrorists from the Gaza Strip started the attacks on innocent civilians living in Israel and the loud anti-Semitic minority in the United States, the United Kingdom and Europe joins in in condemning the Jews. We are witnessing the rise of anti-Semitism on the streets of the United States of America and the United Kingdom. The blatant attacks on Jews and Jewish communities around the world cannot be tolerated. Sir Ivan, what are your thoughts and observations about these impermissible developments? Well, it just seems, um, Natasha, that the world sometimes has gone mad, that there should be any criticism of Israel defending itself, as it has a right to do, because it's a democratically elected government, uh, it's a democratic country, it has follows the rule of law, it follows all of the rules and regulations that decent countries have, to criticize it when it's being attacked for defending itself seems to be absolutely total nonsense. It just shows that uh, there's more to this than just whether or not uh, Israel has a right to exist and survive. And um, sadly, um, it means that the deeper concerns and considerations of anti-Semitism arise. How you can't be allowed 
to defend yourself. And particularly, there is one way of stopping anything bad that was happening in Gaza. It was Hamas stopping bombing um, Tel Aviv, Haifa, and threatening its bombs on Jerusalem. What is it? 4,300 bomb attacks in two weeks. And Israel's got to sit back and do nothing about it. One of the newspapers um, in Britain quoted this the other day from Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan wrote in 1982 with his tongue in his cheek, the neighborhood bully just lives to survive. He's criticized and condemned for being alive. He's not supposed to fight back. He's supposed to have thick skin. He's supposed to lay down and die when his door is kicked in. He's, he's the neighborhood bully. That was the text of one of Bob Dylan's famous um, songs. And uh, that epitomizes it. You know, you, you point out the bully who's, who's not the bully. He's defending himself against bullying threats from others. So it seems that the world's gone a bit mad in criticizing Israel for doing this because um, Israel could easily stop having any retaliation if it wasn't attacked in the first place. Indeed, Sir Ivan, after the Israeli ceasefire with the Iranian-backed Hamas terror group, we are shocked by the fact that Hamas had financial resources, significant amounts of cash, it appears, to build and fire as you rightfully mentioned, over 4,300 rockets targeting Israeli cities, including Tel Aviv and Jerusalem. Now the West, including the Biden administration and the European Union, are talking about sending significant aid to rebuild Gaza, with the greater concern that taxpayer aid will fall into the hands of the Hamas terrorist group. What were your initial thoughts after you heard of the 4,300 rockets on Israel and how these resources were obtained to build it, and what should the West do, including America and Britain, to address the present threats of Hamas, which is backed by Iran, and what to do with the aid promised? Well, that's the point, isn't it, that um, Hamas gets its weapons from Iran and um, has the support of um countries that are totalitarian, non-democratic countries. I mean, it's not just Iran, it's North Korea, it's China, it's Russia. These are the countries that are supporting um, the terrorism, and it's dreadful. Now, the only solution, it doesn't come from anything that the United States can specifically do or the United Kingdom can do. It's going to come from regional cooperation regional understanding of the various problems and getting the region to operate in such a way that there's no future terrorism. And that's why it's such a good thing that there is, um, for the first time in many, many years, the coming together of some of the Arab states in the Gulf with Israel, because that's very encouraging. The organizations that are most likely to have an effect upon Hamas and Hezbollah in Lebanon, uh, any of these terrorist activities are in fact the Arab states who um, can look to them and say, now, you know, we, we've had enough of this. Anything that the United States can do and the United Kingdom can do to support the Arab states 
who are coming together to try to produce peace in the Middle East is terrific. And that's why the legacy of Abraham Accords is so important, because Abraham Accords were signed between Israel and United Arab Emirates, Bahrain, Morocco, and Sudan in order to pursue the peace, stability, trade, and investments in the region. Absolutely. Well, trade and investment is a big factor, but it's not the all-important factor as far as Hamas is concerned. I mean, they know, don't they, that Gaza is going to flourish if there's peace, but they don't want peace. Well, they haven't wanted it hitherto. Hopefully in the future they might, but uh, that's maybe wishful thinking. But I mean, the way to stop not just people dying, but the development of your economy, the development of trade and industry and getting some luxury in people's lives rather than terrible hardship is not to have aggression, not to be terrorists, not to bomb your neighbor. Sir Ivan Lawrence served as a member of the British Parliament for 23 years, a distinguished barrister and bencher of the Inner Temple. In the British Parliament, Sir Ivan served as chairman of the Home Affairs Committee, chairman of the Commonwealth Parliamentary Association, and a member of the Foreign Affairs Committee. In fact, Sir Ivan served as chairman of the parliamentary group Conservative Friends of Israel, and he served on the Board of Deputies of British Jews for 42 years and trustee of the Holocaust Educational Trust. And indeed, it has been a great honor to hosting you, Sir Ivan, on America's Roundtable from Washington, D.C. Thank you for your time, sir. Thank you, Sir Ivan. And thank you very much for inviting me. It's a great pleasure to be with you. This is America's Roundtable from Washington, D.C., an initiative of the U.S.-based think tank International Leaders Summit in partnership with Lancer Broadcasting's two FM radio stations in Michigan and the Midwest and Supertalk Mississippi Media's 12 radio stations in the South. We thank you for joining us on America's Roundtable. I'm Joel Sami, your co-host, joined by Natasha Sardorj, economist and co-founder of the International Leaders Summit, and our distinguished guest host, Governor Phil Bryant. America's Roundtable from Washington, D.C. brings together leading voices from business, government, media, technology, and the public policy arena. Subscribe to America's Roundtable on Apple Podcasts, Amazon, Spotify, and Fireside. Visit iLeadersSummit.org. iLeadersSummit.org.